You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Powered by Overtime Media. Hello and welcome back into another off-season edition of the Houdat Discussion. As always, my name is Andrew and we have a jam-packed episode for you guys in this one. It's Pro Bowl and Senior Bowl week. In this one, you have 10 Saints playing in the Pro Bowl. Senior Bowl is going to be integral to looking at those QBs, alignment, receivers, then flipping over to the defense, secondary, defensive line, all that fun stuff. The Saints will definitely be looking at those players also super bowl is set 49ers and chiefs will be taking on each other for the 54th super bowl in the nfl's 100th year obviously wish the saints were there but it should be a good game and look i'm going for the chiefs in this one i'll get into probably in it more next week i don't know 49ers are just not my team obviously rivals of the saints just not something i really i want to see them hold up the trophy i'd be a little pissed off if that happened for sure but i think that's really interesting and then also one more big thing, we are now on YouTube, we got video now, so the podcast will be put up there, and that's obviously really great, so definitely subscribe to that channel, we'll also have film studies up later on in the offseason, as well as live, live streams, all that stuff, sorry, <laughs> just um, remembering that there, so that's obviously going to be a good next kind of aspect of the podcast that wasn't there before, so that's all really good stuff. So I think we should just get right into this. We are going to take a break from like the recaps, the in- internal recaps that we're going to do. We did the, the uh, basically every, we did it basically the whole team besides secondary. So we'll do the secondary and then we will wrap up that section, move over to the free agency, then draft. We'll probably do that next week or the week after. So definitely we will be getting to that once Pro Bowl Senior Bowl week is done. So first we'll start with some news as it was really interesting because you have Mickey Loomis speak at the Pro Bowl, uh, the Senior Bowl, I'm sorry. A lot of players at the Pro Bowl, they'll be speaking in the next incoming days, so that'll be very interesting to see as well. But starting with the Pro Bowl, 10 Saints players there. Day one practice wasn't obviously much football going on, but you got to see Breeze and Russell Wilson there. The skills showed, showed down. You, you saw some guys practicing for that, so that was really cool. Only one Saints player will be integrally in the uh, skills showdown with Cameron Jordan, but also everyone will play in the dodgeball. So very interesting that they didn't want to put Michael Thomas or Drew Brees in the the throw and catch for um for like one hand catch stuff like that and then also for precision passing obviously but doesn't really matter i mean look they're just playing to have fun and i respect that so uh, look I, I know it's not the biggest game and obviously it doesn't matter for anything but to see 10 saints players can see drew Brees throw it michael thomas catch it that's always really good things and look obviously it doesn't mean much but still it, it's a fun it's a fun day and you get to see families and you get to see more of the personal side of the player so that's obviously always good there and to me that's great but i think the more meat of the news is at the senior bowl as it to me was extremely interesting first of all a lot of great prospects on hand and i think that's really big obviously the nfl getting those prospects and just i I think the nfl game is in a great hands with all these young players obviously a lot of great stuff 
from the quarterback position, from the offensive line, the wide receiver, some really great receivers. Saw some LSU players, so a lot of you Saints fans will be happy with that. To me, it's just extremely interesting. And to me, the most extremely, the most interesting thing from this day here on Wednesday from practice number two was GM Mickey Loomis speaking on the Saints. He said a ton of stuff. But the one thing I really want to hone in on is he said the Saints want to keep Drew Brees. And that means they finished that and they said Drew Brees over Teddy Bridgewater. Maybe that doesn't mean for next year at least. And again, I think that just, I mean, it means a lot. Look, I'm on the Drew Brees train and I know some people aren't and that's fine. But it seems like Mickey Loomis made his pick. Now, maybe he's saying maybe he wants Brees as a backup. That could also be something just sneaking around the question. But um, and he said it's going to be diff- It's no different than the last two years. It's gonna. It's not going to be. Um, you know, it's, if you take it for granted, it won't be easy. But we're going to take it hard and won't make it easy. Basically, and again, I, I think that he's going to get his contract. You'd also franchise tag him. A ton of options for him. Ton of options for the Saints. But to me, that was just extremely interesting. Obviously, he was upset with the thirteen-three finish and losing the first the first round. That's just stinks. And um, on the financial challenges with many expensive players coming up. He said that, you know, I prefer to have challenges when we're successful than when we're not. And look, that's something definitely true there. But look, it was obviously disappointing. It was a disappointing season. He definitely said that. So, again, I mean, that's fair. And look, he said he's excited for the organization, excited about our team. And again, it's very, it's, it's impressive what the Saints have done. But I think they need, they obviously got to take that next step. And it's uh, going to be very interesting there. Look, the Saints are definitely, look, they're willing to be patient with Drew Brees as he molds his future but if he plays the Saints want him in the the room that's interesting to look at and to me that's something we definitely got to look at because that's extremely interesting if Breeze plays you know and he goes on the next year it's going to be extremely different if Teddy Bridgewater was in the locker room or if a rookie was here and we'll obviously see their ultimate goal here when it comes to their future in the quarterback when the draft really comes if they draft a QB maybe one of these three guys that will be playing on Saturday in the senior bowl very interesting but again i think it's going to be very interesting and i think the saints they gotta look at all avenues if drew Brees is a quarterback i trust the team if they say teddy bridgewater maybe it's not my choice but i trust mickey loomis more than my opinion so again my opinion is keep breeze it's just to me it makes sense i went over it in another episode definitely check that out if you haven't already but to me extremely interesting and the saints definitely gotta look at that and um but it seems like they're picking drew Brees. maybe they're not maybe he's just skidding around the question that's possible but to me it really interesting stuff so before we get into talking about the senior bowl we are going to take a quick break you are listening to the who Dat discussion podcast get ready for the greatest roast of all time the roast of tom brady a netflix live event happening may 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back into the Houdat discussion. Now, let's get into talking about the Senior Bowl. And I want to start talking about the draft. Now, this is probably the only episode, these next two episodes, where we're going to be talking about the draft. And until, like, after, not after free agency for sure, but definitely after we talk about free agency and kind of give our free agency overview. So, again, this is kind of, this is very preliminary, but it's the one time before the combine that you get to see all, most of these prospects together at the same time. So, 
that's really big. So north and south, we're going to go through basically each team and each position. We'll look on team one. Who are the Saints looking at? Who am I watching at? See if the Saints have. And then we'll flip it over to the south and see you know what we're doing on that team. We'll basically go by position by position. Starting off with the quarterbacks, with the receivers. Then we'll do offensive linemen, interior offensive linemen. We'll do little tight ends. Flip it over to the defense. Do a little D-line corner. And then we'll wrap up the episode here. But first... Let's just get right into this, starting off with the quarterbacks. Three big quarterbacks. Three big quarterbacks. You're going to have Jordan uh, Love, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts. Those three guys the Saints got to look at. I, I think two out of the three will fall. 224, I think Jordan Love and Hurts will. Herbert may not. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. If he does, uh, he's a pro-ready prospect. He's really a good player, and I think the Saints may want to look at him. Look, starting with the North, Jordan Love played for Utah State. And Jordan Love is definitely a interesting player here. He's a player that's not from the biggest school. I mean, Utah State's not a small school, definitely a Division One, but and it's even Power Five, but definitely not from like this big Alabama or LSU like Joe Burrow is, or Jalen Hurts from Oklahoma and Alabama. Obviously it's kind of different, but you know, he's definitely been a player that he can come up in here, and he does have a ton of skills. He's athletic, and people say he looks a lot like Patrick Mahomes. He's got a hell of an arm, and he's a player that can throw the ball down the field vertically, and he's good accuracy down the field. That, that's pretty big, and the Saints haven't seen that in a while. So he's a player that the Saints could definitely look at. He has an arm, and he has a great arm for sure, so that's really interesting. He's a playmaker. And now look, sometimes it doesn't work out with playmakers. Sometimes they just don't go to that next step. But that arm, it speaks. And I think a lot of people definitely think that. Now, I don't know. I don't know if if, if I pick Love. Is he my perfect prospect? No, but the arm talent's there. And then you're hoping that Sean Payton could kind of groom him, and that, that's kind of interesting. There were kind of off-the-field reports that his, one of his room like smelled, smelled like marijuana, but I don't know if that really matters to me. That's, I mean, something that, I mean, in, col- I mean, in college is one thing, and the pros get older, those stupid things don't happen. So I think that is extremely interesting and something to look at. But, you know, he's a player and he's a baller. And that's something you got to look at for sure. And I think he's a player that can come up in here and do some really good job. He's got a hell of an arm, and I think that's a big thing. And you'll probably see it on, on display. And if he's able to you know, definitely take the next step, being able to recognition be a little higher throughout the college level, you know, when you go to the pros, recognition has to be better. A lot of things have to be better, but if he's willing to put in the work, he can definitely do it. He's got the athletic talent. He's got the arm talent. And not everyone has that. So, to me, he's going to be he's gonna be a, a definitely interesting player to look at there. Justin Herbert's more of your pro prospect to me. He's not I – mean, look, he's got a good arm too. Don't get me wrong, but he's the more polished player. He's definitely – look, less coaching is going to go into him than any of these guys. But to me, he's got the, the, the lowest ceiling, highest floor out of all these guys. He's a good player. He's To me, he's going to be a top 10 pick. And, again, I think he's going to be a starting quarterback probably from day one. He's a player that knows his stuff. He's started until his senior year. He's played it. He's done it. And to me, that's really big. He's been able to – his arm talent's great. His recognition is good. And to me, I, I if, if he was there at 24, I'd pick him. I do. And because to me, he's the best prospect left on the table if he goes to 24. Just saying that Joe Burrow's not left or something like that. But – 
to me, that, that's what I'm getting out of Herbert right now. And I, and, I, and I think that he can come in. He can be Drew Brees' replacement for sure. Even if you get Drew Brees, I'd pick him. Have Drew Brees kind of definitely look. I think he could start day one, but mold him a little more and then send him off. And I think that can be really big for the Saints and company there because I think, I think he could play. And I think that's someone to look forward on the south side for sure. Also on the south is Jalen Hurts. And I think Jalen Hurts... Again, playmaker. And I think like a lot of LSU fans are saying, well, he did awful against LSU. I mean, LSU's team is extremely good, and his team was, just wasn't as good. He He's going to get out of the pocket. He's going to do some crazy things. Reminds me of Lamar Jackson a lot. I think he has a good arm, though. I, I, I do. I, I think he's a player that can definitely throw the ball down the field. He could be a Lamar Jackson. He also could be a Johnny Manziel. He also could be a Robert Griffin III. you, you got to look at kind of all of them. I don't know. He'd definitely be a risk. First round, I probably wouldn't take that risk with him. Second round, if he's had a second round pick, I'd say, yeah, sure. Yeah, really, second round, I'd go for it. But I don't know if you want to. It's tough. It's tough. If you want to put an offense around him, it's, it's it's bordering it. Now, maybe you don't want. Maybe you're fine with doing that. And, you know, you can win with him for sure, I think. But he's a baller. He's a gamer. He's a winner. But I don't know if you can build an NFL offense around him and be successful. Now, people said the same thing about Lamar Jackson. But there's only one Lamar Jackson. And there have been a lot more quarterbacks like those college quarterbacks. Now, some of them work in the pros. The majority don't. So I I would stay away from him. I think, I think Jordan Love's kind of like the mix of both players. He's got the playmaking ability, but he's not like a running QB. I'd say great arm talent. Herbert, to me, is the more pro-ready, pro-style quarterback that Sean Payton likes playing that West Coast. And then also you have Jalen Hurts. is kind of the far athletic side, far college style kind of the read option, all that stuff. Get out, makes you know, get out of space, make plays. And I think he can do that as well. It's going to be interesting to see all three. I'll definitely be on Twitter typing away about all three of these guys, see what I see. To me, I think the footwork, I think Herbert's got the footwork. I think Love's got... Look, they both got to work on Love and Hurts. I think it's not bad, Love, but again, I would rank them as Herbert, Love, Hurts as my three going into the game. I'll tell you guys coming out of it, what do I think and who do I see? Jalen Hurts could star in this game, though. He's a player that's going to get out in space, probably make some plays. Definitely a lot of interesting stuff there from Hurts. And I, I could see me falling in love with him. I could see a lot of Saints fans falling in love with him. I don't know if I make that pick at 24. It's an interesting. It's definitely an interesting one. I don't know if he makes this 24 either. Teams will probably fall. One team will probably fall in love with him. And I don't know. We'll see what happens there. I mean, he's no Joe Burrow. He's no Tua Tagovailoa. Probably no Justin Herbert. But I don't know. It's definitely going to be interesting there. And we'll see if five quarterbacks go in the first round. And if these are the, all the, the three, these three guys plus Joe Burrow and Tua. Interesting, but those are the guys I would look at as a replacement for Breeze. All those guys are going to be first-rounders, though, to me, or maybe early second. But for the Saints' Saints' sake, it's first round. So the Saints would have to be completely sold on one of these guys to pick them. So very interesting stuff there. Now we're going to move over to the wide receivers, where most of these guys aren't first-round guys. A lot of the first-round guys aren't going to be playing in this episode. So we're looking at a lot of third-round guys, second-round guys, very interesting. I think some of these guys, maybe, I think in last year's draft, these guys would be at the top of the draft. And to me, that's really interesting. But first, we'll start with the North with Michael Pittman. Pittman can play. And I'm going to say that he is from USC. Michael Pittman, he's definitely kind of has all the tools coming out of here. He's a player that, look, he's with three quarterbacks last year. Let's, let's just say this. With three quarterbacks last year, he was able to just put over 1,000 yards. That's insane. The physicality. The strength, it's there. He doesn't win off the line as much, but he's still a player that's going to come up and do some really good things. And I think that he's a player kind of reminds me a little Michael Thomas. He can block as well. Great blocker. He's strong with the football after a catch. 
He's good in contested situations. Kind of a lot of things the Saints need. Now we'll see what happens. And I don't know if he's the sunning guy. And look, he can play the slot. He can play a big slot guy, which is big. He can play the X-Bot as well, which is good. And again, he also plays special teams as well. He's got it all. We'll see what happens. I think the Saints could... If they, they possibly... I think he's more of a second-round guy, but maybe he falls to the third and you pick him up. I kind of want to see what he gets done here, if he can make plays, high-point the ball in the pro in the senior bowl, and kind of see that on, on action against great prospects. And I think that's going to be very interesting to see. But he's a guy that's going to come up in here. He's a good... Reminds me a little of Michael Thomas. Good route runner. Definitely a guy that is pro-ready. The speed is not there officially, so he's not going to pop off in the combine. But if he does, I could see him being a big guy. The, the, the physicality is there. The strength is there. It's going to be really interesting as well and the other guy from the north that i'm looking at is denzel mims and hims excuse me i'm sorry there and he had a really good practice day the last two days he's coming out of baylor and look baylor had a bad year last year so again his stock went down a little bit but he his burst his long speed is so good and good catch radius great extension all the stuff you want to hear good body control he can adjust and make catches he's guy i want to see if he can make this these these separation that's what the Saints need just short-term separation if he can get that burst off the line of scrimmage win that's what the Saints need especially if they have Drew Brees at quarterback I would like to see the Saints pick him and I think that would be extremely interesting if they go out and get him and it's something to look at and he's a player that if he can win off the line of scrimmage and get separation in that 20 range in that 20 yard range he's gonna do a lot of great stuff and I think he could be a possible player that comes up in here technical route running is not the best but again I, I think that he could be a really good player. And look, you can work on route running. You can't work on that vertical speed that, you know, he was a former track and star, uh, track and field player, track and field star, I really should say. Big explosive player, can break off big plays, give him the screen pass, give him, kind of reminds me of a better version of Deontay Harris. I don't want to say he's Deontay Harris because he's better. But again, his ceiling's huge. If he can get a good coach in there, which seems to have a good coach, I think he'd go off the charts to me. You want to get him and you, and you want to get a free agent receiver. That's a hell of a receiving core right there, and I'd love to see the Saints to double up in that range because I think that could be extremely interesting there. Flipping it over to the south, going down to Van Jefferson, and Van Jefferson has gotten a ton of hype here. He's a player that's coming up in here and doing some really uh, great stuff. He's from Florida, and he's gotten a ton of praise, and I think that's something he that you definitely should give him. His route running is amazing. Reminds me, again, another player that kind of reminds me of Michael Thomas. The way he can leverage, create angles. He's, he, he, he can't, he, sometimes he can't teach that. And the quick feet with good hips. and just he, He's, makes his releases are NFL caliber already per those scouts. That's what they're saying. They think he's maxed out athletically, which is, you know, kind of what it is. You saw Michael Thomas, they thought he was maxed out athletically. You see what happens there. He, he, he as blocker, good blocker as well. He could be a player that you see in the third round to me. He's going to fall into the third round. He's going to be a player you see in the third round. I'd be fine if the Saints picked him or him. It's completely different players. But you could see either of these guys. The route running for Van Jefferson is impeccable. Hims has got the speed. This guy's he got to look at. And the last guy is Austin Mack because he's a player that you know, coming off. Look, he's, he's a player that coming off a big injury. And that's just kind of like, eh, it was what it is here. And that stinks because he was going to have probably a big year. Comes off the injury, he's going to definitely drop. And you would think that unless he's back ready to go. We'll see what he does here. Physically imposing receiver at 6'2", 215. He's got 19 career starts, but he lost most of his season due to injury last year. Didn't have the touchdown production throughout his whole career. And he's a pretty good route runner, but doesn't create a ton of separation. 
may not be a player I want, but I do want to see how he comes off the injury and something because he was coming into the season he was pretty hyped up. Now not as much. And he began the season. Look, he had three receptions in the first six games, then had a foot injury, and he was done. It's a player I want to see, and I want to see kind of what he's able to do. And I, look, if he's healthy and ready to go, it's definitely you want to see it. And you want to see it on the on the screen. And he could be a player you get even later in the third round. So maybe if you want to get other things in those rounds coming back, he could do some really good stuff there as well. Moving over to the own line. Again, the, the interior own line, the guy I would get, Tyler uh, Bedaz, is not playing in this game. But there's really one guy I'm really looking at and some other guys I'm looking at as well. Ben Bredson out of Michigan, to me, he can be a plug-and-play starter. Reminds me a lot of Eric McCoy in that uh, in that respect. I mean, look, he's a player that's going to come up in here, started a ton at Michigan, played the Big Ten, so he's playing that that pro-style offense, that grinded-out offense. He's a player that's going to come up in here, do some good stuff. He ha- He's good power at the line of attack. He's projects as a starting guard, should be a starting guard. He's versatility that you know, he can play guard, both side, both guards. Saints, that's going to be good for the Saints as well. Wins at the line of scrimmage a ton. He's good at creating gaps and great for rushing concepts, which is really good for the Saints. And also, he's got to work on initial hand strikes, which is a look. If he can get that, he gets the passing down. He's going to be a player that comes up here and does really good things. I would love Bedaz in the first round, but if Brenson falls, maybe you want to trade up into the second round and get him. That would be huge. He's got no red flags. I, I Look, he's got the power. He's got the athletics. Hand technique is a little, little shaky, but... But with, with time, you know, with, with the coaching, that can help a ton. And I think he'll be a player that if he drops to where the Saints need him to be, maybe not in the first round, but later, even in the first round, if the Saints get him, not the worst thing in the world there. So to me, interesting stuff from him. And he's definitely the player that I think I would be most happy with. And the other guys, I think you're just kind of looking at the whole O-line here. And he's a player, Just some of these players are just guys that maybe later you want to take a chance on them. And I, I look, that could definitely happen for certain guys that are going to be playing in this game to see if they're doing a really good job against some of these guys that would be very interesting one guy is jonah jefferson uh, jonah uh, jackson i'm sorry from ohio state and he's a player that could come up in here do some stuff again he's a player that he's his ranking is not going to be as high you may want to take a chance on him he's a big guy six seven big just and you know, those guys they're going to come up in here do some great stuff and they look really good on paper but we'll see if he's for real here. So to me, that's really interesting to see what he can do. Kind of see if he can win with that size. The one guy I'm looking at from the South is Ben Bartley, who's he's just a monster. He's an absolute monster. He's a Division Three player. So again, you may not see him very high, you know, in, in the draft boards or whatever. But if again, if you want the physical players. He's just huge. Six six three zero six. We'll see what the Senior Bowl does. And for him, if he, if the technique is there, sky's the limit for him. It's ridiculous. His his athletic times are there. Everything is there. It's just you, you want to see if he can win at the highest levels. Only they played Division Three, So if he could win at the D1 level this week, maybe you go into the draft and you'll be like, well, he can win. Now, he probably wouldn't be a player the Saints would pick first round, but maybe if you want to kind of, maybe you have another starter there and there's another guy that can um, kind of groom him to be the starter down the road. Something for the Saints to look at for sure. And the final guy I'm looking at is Logan Stenberg. And Logan Stenberg, again, he's a type of player that's going to come up in here. 
he's not your first pick. You know, he's not your your plug and plug and play starter, but he's a player that come up in here and do some really good stuff. He's from University of Kentucky. He's actually given. He's got the 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 praise of this week from the uh, Senior Bowl. Some people really like him, and again, that, that that's great if. You know, you're going to come up in here and do good at the Senior Bowl. And definitely you want to see do good here. And this is the Kentucky Wildcats, 8-5. and five. Now they did win a bowl game, but they were not like the best team ever. And then he's a player that can definitely do some really good stuff. They, they think he is the best. Some people think he's the best guard because he's long. He's big. Maller in the run game. Really good in the run game. Really good for the interior. He This year he was a really consistent pass rusher. Made some strides. People think he's a top 50 player now. People, some people don't think one of those guys were. The, some people doesn't think he's a top five player. Some people do. I think the Senior Bowl, you're really going to see more of him lock in there. People think he's more of a third round player. Now, I, I think I said that he was like a four to six. No, he's a third round player. Now, he's not as good as Stember. He's not as good as Biadaz, but he can maybe come up maybe after them. Kind of, he's kind of like the next tier. But again, he's a safe pick, and I, I think he could be a plug and play starter. Maybe, may not be. I don't know. I'm not sold on him yet. I really haven't seen tape on him, so I kind of want to do that. want to see what he does this weekend, and he's going to be a player that I think we all should look at for sure. He's a player that definitely he improved throughout the years. So you want to see all that improvement come together for sure. Two guys I'm looking at for the tight end group. One is Bryson Hopkins. Look, Hopkins is a player that you want to see more of because he's going to be a player from Purdue here. And, look, he was one of the Big Ten players of the year. Great tight end. He was, I mean, Big Ten tight end of the year. The Big Ten Network called him. He was a player that definitely could be a day-two candidate. You want that primary target at tight end. He can do it. He's a great route runner for the position, which is something that seems maybe you want to look at. Maybe Jared Cook won't be there forever. He will be there next year, but you don't know really after that. And day-two candidate, maybe you want want him to be that type of player. Again, people compared to like a Vance McDonald type player, he's athletic, he's off the chart, not really that good of a blocker. They think he has a high ceiling as a receiver, but not really that good of a blocker, so kind of limits. But to me, he he could definitely be a player that maybe the Saints want. And uh, I think it's very interesting to look at. And then another player is to just look out for is going to be Steven Sullivan from LSU. LSU was running that two tight end system a ton. He didn't get a ton of reps. You had Thaddeus Moss in there as well. So maybe with a ton of he wants to, he's a big receiver. He's kind of that receiver tight end player and same type of player that uh, Hopkins is. Kind of want to see what he's able to do without Thaddeus Moss opposite him. And maybe he'll have an increased role here. Maybe he'll make some big plays. Just another player I'd love to see. Flipping it over to the defense, you have Carter Coughlin with the defensive line. And he's a player that can come up in here and do some really good stuff. He's a really good athletic player that can come up and win, bend the edge. All that stuff is really what you want to see for sure. He's a player that will win. He's from Minnesota. I forgot to say that as well. He's from Minnesota. He can win. And he's great off the ball. He's a little soft on the point of attack. But besides that, he can. he's a good player. He's a pretty good pass protector that... Um, Good force in the edge. He's really good in the running game as well. And to me, you see that he's. A, you can see the senior in him. He's a player that can come up, knows what he's doing. The technique is there. To me, athletically, look, he's a player that he's definitely good athletically. But I want to see just a little more from him with the technique. But he's a player that definitely 
has kind of the tools, he, he understands it. That's very interesting. Now, you want to see him still come along and obviously a lot more things. And you may want to see him play, though he was playing like a 3-4 sometimes, 4-3. Maybe you want to see him more in that 4-3. And maybe he would kind of get a little less with the Saints, a little less snaps. So we'll see, kind of see where it is for that. So, But again, he's a player that you're looking at as well. And then Alton Robinson, who is extremely raw, but extremely athletic. Alton Robinson's going to come up in here and tear it up from Syracuse. People think he's going to end up with the first round just because his athletics are just off the charts. The drive is there. He reminds me a little of Marcus Davenport. It's just extremely raw. I don't know if you want to put that with the Saints players. He only got a two stars on the draft network. I mean, look, he's his explosive first step. Doesn't really know a lot of his past moves, though. He bends the edge very well, but he just he doesn't know a lot. But he'll probably be good in the run game because he's able to spread the edge very well, do do some really good stuff. He definitely has a nice pattern, good drive. The problem is is that it's just it's a lump of clay. It's not a sculpted piece of clay. And I think you got to definitely look at that as something for sure. Flipping it over to the south, Marlon Davidson's a player that can look at. He's been impressed, been impressive in these first days of practices, which is very interesting for sure. He supposedly could be a first-round pick, people are saying. I don't know. If he falls to the first round, I wouldn't get him, but he's a player that can do some really good stuff coming out of Auburn. His hometown is in Alabama and Mobile, where the, where it takes place. Four-star prospect, really what you want to see. Excuse me there. You know, he's a player that can come up in here. His upper body strength is great. Sometimes he doesn't have that um, short-term quickness. He doesn't have that extreme great stuff. But people think he's a day-two candidate, and he's got some big upside. He's got a lot of skills, but he's just, I don't know if he's in that you know, great day-one pick. I don't know. If he, if he goes the first round, that's kind of what, what it is, but I don't think that. Again, I think he's a player that can, supposedly he can squeeze inside as well, which is really good as well. Squeeze those boundary ropes to the inside, excuse me, there, which is very good. Went at the point of attack, that's great. Good outside push ability, really good at bending the edge. That's good stuff. I mean, maybe if you see him in the third round, you go out and pick him. I would not be surprised if the Saints do that, but he's been playing really well in the in the, um, in, in the practices. And also, Javon Kinlaw, he's another player here that, again, he's going to do some really good stuff. I think he's a player that, again, coming from the edge just you're kind of looking at these players especially the ones some at, at the um the senior bowl as being pretty raw but this guy has come up in here and he's an interior defensive lineman and you see the athletic skills are there he's, look six five three fifteen but he's extremely explosive he's kind of the the pass rush techniques there everything it's not just he's raw like some of the guys we said in the past everything is there which is really big. He's he's going to probably be a first-round pick. He's going to be a player that if you need a starter to that defensive line, maybe the Saints will. But all the tools are there. His mental processing isn't the best. That's his only kind of downfall. But, again, the moves are there. There's, it's like you want to put that lump of clay, that all-athletic that we said some people need to be sculpted, his is already there. He's out of South Carolina. He's a player that, to me, he could, be, he could have a Pro Bowl-type player. And that's kind of saying something. To me... He's got, as an interior defensive lineman, the pass rush is there. The run blocking is there. Everything's there. People think he's inconsistent because of the mental processing. I don't know about that. I, I think he's a great player. If, he, if the Saints really feel like, though, you needed um, 
an interior defensive lineman. Maybe you see him there. I just think he's going to go off in this Pro Bowl. So, to me, extremely interesting for that and to, to kind of see what he's able to do in this game. So, to me, it's something to look forward to for sure. And then we'll look at the uh, secondary here. The one guy I really want to talk about first is Christian Fulton from LSU. He, he had an amazing year this year. LSU fans will know that. And he, he he's just got the tools. And you, you really want to see he's had great tape. And he may fall to the Saints. And if you're the Saints, maybe you go out and pick him. And I don't know. Maybe I do. Maybe I do. If the Saints, if he, if the Saints get him, if he falls to the Saints, I'd go out and get him. He's got all the traits. He's smart. He's great footwork at the line of scrimmage. Great in press coverage. Can also play a little zone. He's definitely um, good in those jump ball situations. Only thing he's not super long. And p- people think that um, he would lose 50-50 balls against NFL type players. But do you really know he will? I don't know. That's kind of that's to me. It's not really a fair kind of uh, uh, negative on him that we don't know if he can win 50-50 balls because we don't know if his uh, physicality is going to get there. But to me, he's got antici- he's not just got the physicality part. He's got the athleticism. He's got the anticipation. He's got the mental which is obviously really big. And I want to see what he's able to do and kind of lock down some of these receivers from LSU. And if he falls to the scenes of 24, would I love a receiver? Yes. Would I love an um, interior defensive lineman? Yes. But if he's there, I think he's going to be have a uh, Marshawn Lattimore type impact on this team. So you definitely got to look at that for sure. But other guys are like Terrell Burgess. He's going to be a player that we, that Saints players are definitely, um, Saints fans should definitely look at. I think he's a player that we actually pick because he can play special teams. He could also play cornerback or safety. Kind of reminds me a little of Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Not in the way that he plays, kind of with that, just that, the, the brute physicality that Gardner-Johnson plays with. He's a little more fast, plays special teams as well, which is big. Got the speed, which is big as well. And then another guy is going to be A.J. Green. No, not the receiver A.J. Green, but the cornerback A.J. Green. And, again, he's a player that he's played. First of all, he's from Oklahoma State. I'm sorry about saying that there. But he can play a ton of different styles. Excuse me, there. Plays inside, outside. He can play both leverages with effectiveness. So good good as your nickel corner. Could also play inside as well. He's got good height. He's got good frame. And he's a player that athleticism is going to be there. To me, people are saying strength is the problem. One-on-one balls are going to be the problem. I don't know. I think people say he's most comfortable when he gets attacked and be physical with receivers and press, but some people say even though he's comfortable there, he gets out muscle. And at the pro level, that could be a problem. Kind of see what happens there, but again, I think it's interesting something to look at. He's played, he's a starter, but people think get out physical. It's something you really don't want to see. But again, interesting there. The player you're really looking for is Fulton, though, because he can play, and you want to see more out of him for sure. So I think with all that said, it is time to wrap up this podcast. If you enjoy what we're doing here at the Houdat Discussion, you can follow us on Twitter at the Houdat This, on Instagram at Houdat Discussion. Now follow us on YouTube and actually leave a subscription down below. Leave that like. It'd be extremely helpful. Thank you to everybody. Hope you guys listened to this episode. I know there's not that many moving parts. We just got a few pictures and my video here but it was better than what we had before and we're getting better each episode we're hoping to add videos and stats next but this was just a good first kind of thing for what we're trying to do here so i hope you guys all enjoyed it 
And on the audio side, hope you guys enjoyed it as well, as this was definitely a jam-packed episode. Got through a lot of prospects. Hope you guys enjoyed it and kind of what the Saints got to get. To me, you want the – to me, if Biedaz is on the board or – um, you know, another player like him is on the board, you go pick him. If he's going to be ready to start right now, you pick him. If you can get an Eric McCoy, you pick him. If you don't see that guy there, go for the receiver, go for the quarterback, go for the next available player. This team is good enough where the best player available in the draft is going to be the best one. But with all that said, I want to say thank you, finish the deal, and who dat?